Good morning, St. Luke's. It is good to see everyone on this great day, St. Luke's Day, and the day that we will have the institution of our 23rd rector, the Reverend Winnie Vargas. Let us all say amen. Let us rejoice and be glad in this moment. In this time when we are enduring so much pain, so much death, so much sadness, it's great that we can celebrate this afternoon. I mentioned uh, that this is the feast day of our saint, as you heard from Elizabeth, St. Luke. And often we hear of St. Luke the physician. Um, I will note that it is October 18th, uh, but it is a movable feast day, so we are celebrating this day. And you also will hear the reference, St. Luke the Evangelist. I tend to agree with our presiding bishop that nothing quite stirs fear in Episcopalians <laughs> or make our hearts beat faster than to mention evangelism to Episcopalians. Some of this happens to do with our experience with evangelism. Just so you know, we do have an evangelism committee, and they work on evangelism for us in our Episcopal way. A couple of weeks ago, Luke scholar, Dr. Luke Timothy Johnson, spoke to the clergy of the diocese. I attended that gathering of clergy study day, and Dr. Johnson stated that Luke is the favorite of the gospel writers. He's called the evangelist because of his work in spreading Christianity at the time of the early church. Christian mission, as you will hear. He was a historian, and his writing was prolific. He did not only write this gospel, but also the book of Acts of the Apostles, which records the work of the early church. Luke was also a physician and would have offered healing to those suffering illnesses during the first century. And according to the author of Our Parish's History, Susan Elizabeth Lays, the name was probably chosen because our founding rector, Dr. Charles Quintard, was also a physician. Finally, Luke is known to have had artistic gifts and painted along with his talents as an author. 
So today we offer thanksgiving for this saint of the church and his gospel writing of the various stories that are so powerful in our tradition. We are in red today because it is believed that he was a martyr of the faith as well. And whenever we're in red and honoring a saint, it is because of that representation. A couple of stories that stick out in Luke is the story of the Good Samaritan that moves us beyond barriers to see our neighbor in the other. And the reminder that we are never too bad to come to a God who forgives us found in the story of the prodigal son. But the account before us today is in the mission of St. Luke's church. It is the spirit of St. Luke's. I have a special connection with this gospel reading that you just heard read. It is from Luke's gospel and is my favorite New Testament scriptural passage. Almost 20 years ago, I chose this passage in my personal statement when I began the ordination process in the Episcopal Church. My call to ministry and parish ministry so tied up in this particular passage of Scripture that speaks so powerfully to what we're called to do in this Christian ministry. And I am eternally grateful for what you have done, St. Luke's, in extending me this opportunity to exercise my call into parish ministry from these powerful words in fourth chapter of Luke, these two verses. These are the words that Jesus of Nazareth, a little-known Galilean at the time, stands up and claims his voice in the synagogue, this Jewish house of worship. These words matter not only because Jesus claims his anointing that day, his call, his ministry, but he does it in the context of a new form of worship. Not a ritual or offering of an animal sacrifice, but a sacrifice of praise, of prayer, of preparation for God's work in the world, which becomes a blueprint for our Christian worship today. It became customary for the elders to invite a reader to read from the book of Hebrew scriptures. The reader would then stand to read and sit to preach. This invitation was extended to someone in the congregation, and on this day, it happened to be Jesus. And it is here in Luke's gospel that he captures this moment of Jesus having been chosen. And it is this instant that Jesus establishes himself, his ministry as the Messiah, by reading these powerful words of grace and mercy from the book of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord 
is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. And Luke writes, he has sent me to bring good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Here Luke decides to highlight this passage from Isaiah and in his writing of verse 18, oppressed becomes poor. Apparently Luke wants us to know that Jesus made quite an impact here and lets everyone know that at the heart of ministry must be compassion for those at the margins. It is his ministry. And for all who claim to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus, this must be at our very core. And more than the other gospel writers, Luke focuses on the marginalized. In acts that touch the lives of people, they can find God freeing their wounded spirits and offering them hope. When our lives are freed from oppressive actions that degrade the soul, our spiritual lives are freed. God offers us holistic care. It is not just the spiritual. Throughout his ministry, Jesus cared about the whole person, the physical, the mental, the spiritual well-being. Jesus comes to us to set us free from personal sin, those behaviors that are not life-giving, and bring harm to our fellow human beings, as well as those oppressive social sins that deny equality based on arbitrary differences. So given the spirit of our St. Luke's, and knowing that I, along with many of you, came to this place because of our big heart for the marginalized, I find it fitting that we bear the name of St. Luke. And while this is not a straight line in our history, St. Luke's parishioners have been willing to bring good news to the poor, offer quality education to children and youth experiencing homelessness, in the Boyce L. Ansley School, and feed women and men a meal that warms hearts as well as stomachs. This is good news to the poor. This is the spirit of St. Luke's. In this space where we can find God's call and comfort, we are called to welcome at the table those in this space seeking God's call and comfort who may not look like us, think like us, or vote and dress like us. We say you are welcome here. And I've been in a lot of parishes, but we mean it here. <laughs> the record shows that long before it became more fashionable, for some churches, businesses like AT&T to show up at Gay Pride, St. Luke's, led the way 
and understood the Good Samaritan mandate of our Lord and gave drink to those who are thirsty. You understand that there is sin in creating barriers that divide us based on our different gifts of gender, melanin, and sexuality. This is the spirit of St. Luke's. In 2 Timothy, we hear that call of Christian witness. This is the Christian witness. This is also what evangelism looks like. Like so many, I love this place because I feel the love and light even amid our struggles. This afternoon, it is that same spirit of St. Luke's that you allow to work in this place that will shine so brightly. It is a light in and to the world, and as the world words of the prayer book state, things that were cast down are being raised up, and things which had grown old are being made new. This is the spirit of St. Luke's as we make history this afternoon with a new rector, a new look, as we continue to move forward as St. Luke's has done throughout her history. Jesus is in our midst this morning. Reading. Inviting each of us to claim that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us to do the work of the Lord, to show God's presence in the midst of brokenness, to forgive when it is most difficult, to show us in places that stretch us the goodness of God and to be mindful to think about what it is like to be on the margins and not receive welcome as a child of God who needs love and opportunity as we all desire. This is the spirit of St. Luke's. But most of all, this is the spirit of the Lord.